Good morning. My name is Jose Ramos. For those of you who don't know me, my wife is back there hiding behind the computer. That's Jennifer Ramos. Um, as you heard earlier, we came back from the international campery that was held in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. There were over 50,000 pathfinders in this one place. You're going to hear a lot of, a uh, lot of cool stuff today. Uh, but before we get started, I wanted to recognize a couple of people. Um, we have, uh, in our club, we have Mr. Kevin Kim. Mr. Kim, would you please come up here, please? I told Jennifer I wanted to do something special for Kevin, and we, uh, we happen to have a way of making awards. So I made an award for Mr. Kevin, and I wanted everyone to know about Kevin. Now, it's, it's obvious that a smile can just take anyone away. <laughs> but what you don't know about this guy is his heart is about as big as his whole body. And he's super strong. There were a couple of times that I had to call on Kevin at Oshkosh to do some stuff for us. Um, one of the things that we had to do on a regular basis while we were out there doing a bunch of stuff, um, at the end of every day we had a huge event. And we could choose to walk back to our campsite as a club to pick up our chairs, our blankets, what have you. Uh, or we could send somebody ahead. There was one particular night where I asked Kevin, I said, hey, if I take your chair, can you run back and let Auntie Jen know that we're on our way? And he was like, well, yeah, sure. And as soon as I took his chair, he took off like a gazelle. He just started running. And I noticed something at that moment, that every task that I've had Kevin do, he never questioned, he never grumbled, he never complained. It was always, yeah, sure, and he did it. So, that being said, I wanted to present Kevin with the Chosen Pathfinder of the Week Award. And one more thing, while we were there, whenever we had to go to the events and we had to carry our chairs, uh, these are those standard long camping chairs that are in those long bags. You guys are familiar with what I'm talking about? These chairs were about as tall as Kevin <laughs> when they were folded in their bags. And that bothered me because he had to stay up with us. And we got a lot of tall people in our group. And if you ever had to walk behind a tall person, you know tall people walk fast because they take big, long steps. Well, this chair... This chair was just slowing my friend down. So Jennifer and I decided that we would provide for him and him only, Pathfinders. This is Kevin's chair. And he can take this with him anywhere he goes. This is a, this is a backpacking chair that he can take with him wherever he goes. So, Mr. Kevin Kim, this is your backpack chair. Here, put it on your shoulders. 
There you go. I still care, my son. Go have a seat. You want to keep this or? Those of you that know us, you know we have a dog. We love our dog, Sophie. We were actually kind of jealous, all the fun Sophie had while we were gone. She had play dates with a lot of the adventurers. She got to go swimming in Auntie Jen's pool. She got to take a nap wherever and whenever she wanted. And when we got home, Sophie looked at me and she said, Papa, I want to do something special for Auntie, Auntie Janice. So I said, what do you want to do, Sophie? She says, I want you to make her something. <laughs> so I said, okay, what do you want me to make? And she said, I want you to make her a plaque. So I said, what am I going to put on this plaque? And she said, all those pins. You're going to hear about pins. Auntie Janice, would you mind coming up here, please? We made Auntie Janice a plaque with all of our pins on there. You, you can see a mistake in the back, but that's okay. So this is a plaque that we had made, or that we made for Auntie Janice. Thank you so much for coming to For our last gift, uh, this is for our club captain, Mi Young. Please come forward. So Mi Young saw that plaque that we made for Auntie Janice, and she said, "Oh, I like that." I said, "Why don't you come over and make one?" She said, "Okay." So today, when you come over, we're gonna we're gonna make one. But you have to have your own pins. I'm not giving you any pins. Okay, okay. Um, Jennifer and I have been blown away by the amount of leadership talent that we have in our club. But more so, we have had our breath taken away by the amount of leadership that this young girl shows. Uh, and it's not just like a leadership that you would expect, it's a leadership that took us by surprise. Uh, and I say that in more ways than one, she's been somebody that we could actually lean on to get something done. The strength that this girl has is amazing. Um, and this is a gift that we wanted to give to you when we took you out for dinner, but I don't know if that's going to happen or not. So I wanted to give this to you here. Uh, it's just, uh, it's a special gift. Um, for you, okay. for, for you, okay. okay, and it's not for the siblings, this is for you, okay, okay? you can look in there, you can see what it is. Oh, I, I don't, I don't need that. Uh, yeah, you do. <laughs> this is for you, take it home, and we'll see you later on this afternoon. So, take it. Yeah. 
if you happen to get a chance to come tonight, if you supported the Pathfinders in any way, shape, or form, you're welcome to come to the Pathfinder party tonight so you can ask questions and, and uh, get a feel for what they suffered through. <laughs> uh, uh, we're going to have our first testimony. Um, Braden Teachout, please come forward. And thank you so much. So this is about like a summary of Oshkosh for me. And well, Oshkosh at first, I didn't really want to go because I had too much things on my mind. Uh, my mind was just like cluttered with stuff. Like first I had to go back from vacation to my new house and unpack everything from my storage unit. Like all my couches, bed, furniture, just everything, just to get it to the house, unpack it, get all the boxes to reorganize. So I wasn't, Oshkosh wasn't really on my mind during that time. And then when I noticed I got back two weeks from vacation was gonna end, and Oshkosh was the last week of vacation. So I was kind of stressed out. So like school started right the next day. Like when the plane comes home, eight hours later, school starts. Um, but when I was like unpacking the house and we were getting stuff ready for Oshkosh, I was noticing how fun it could be and like the break I really needed during the summer. And when we first packed up everything, the couple first hours before we got on the plane to go to Wisconsin, uh, we, went, we met everyone at the airport and I was not ready at all. I was just, I got there, I got my bags out of the car, I got onto the plane, and I was just freaking out, like, oh, we're going to we're gonna go to Oshkosh, we're going to go on the plane. Okay. And then after that, we just got there to Oshkosh, we got the bus, headed to our campsite. I saw, like, all the thousands of people just crowded around everywhere, you know, getting in their tents. And we had to set up our tents, just getting our luggage off the bus. I was already tired enough from getting all the stuff out of our house, so... It was, it was crazy, but Oshkosh was like really fun. We had like the best time of our lives. Like the first night, um, we just woke up, everyone was tired. We were cramping every suitcase into my tent because it, it could have rained that night and we had like this little porch. So everybody crammed their, snuff, their suitcases and luggage bags in. And after that, we woke up and we had to go to like the hangers. The hangers was like a place in Oshkosh where uh, you could buy stuff, you can get stuff, there's food, there's rides, there's games, and hangers was actually like, we went there almost every day, it was like really fun, but that was like where I bought my favorite t-shirt. Um, it was like a signature t-shirt with Brayden and like a wolf, which is like my nickname, which some people know, and that was, I thought that was really cool. So every night, I think it started Wednesday night, that's when we started the, um, the Oshkosh song you guys heard from us earlier. And um, to, um, sorry, my bad. And then after that, it was probably like the second night, 
The second night was my favorite because I couldn't sleep at all. When we got to the tent, uh, it was like around 3 a.m. I actually woke up. I had to go to the restroom. So I unzipped the tent. I, I walked out. It was pitch black. I couldn't see anything outside. There were probably tents in front of me. I didn't want to walk into them. But the restrooms were really close to where we slept. I couldn't find them. I kept walking straight and straight. I couldn't find them at all. Uh, but then I ran into like some flickering lights. Like it was just like tw 20, 30 of them, just like moving and moving. And when I got closer, I noticed that there were fireflies. And I've never seen a firefly in my life, so that was really cool. That was like one thing at Oshkosh. You can never get here in San Diego. And the next, the full week, we just went to the hangars, we hung out. We got to do more games, more rides. We just like bonded and it was an awesome time. And I noticed that actually should have went to Oshkosh in the first place. I should have looked forward to it all summer. Thank you. Hi, um, I'm Bryce Teachout and Oshkosh, so it's a place in Wisconsin that is really big, big enough that it fit over 55,000 pathfinders. Um, if there was even more, it would be still able to fit that many. What I liked about Oshkosh was all the people that I got to meet around the world, as in people from England, Venezuela, Brazil, Africa, South Korea, and more like Germany. Too many to list them all there, okay? You technically get to collect um, souvenirs from around the world um, to keep for free. Well, for free for, to me, so. All of those souvenirs are trading pins technically, so. There were so many different pins. Each Pathfinder group or conference had their own pins. Some were made out of plastic, wood, metal. Well, most of them were metal, so. But the real unique ones were the most expensive and hard ones to get, like this pin that was um, from Australia, around 80 made. That's crazy. Can you believe that? That only was worth, that one was worth $100 just for one pin. There's another one that I really liked and I wanted to get, which was a turtle with metal tassels hanging off of it and was made out of real crystals on the back of it. But the ones that I really liked and that I, would, um, that I was into were the sets from around the world and all the different conferences. Like I got the whole Canada set, which sadly I traded the set from Washington DC and the places around it. But I got this set that um, are buses, which I also traded my favorite pin for sadly. But that was because, <laughs> but that was because these kids were in the competition for trying to get the coolest pin or best. So I was like, here, have this one and you'll definitely win for sure. So he was super thankful and happily. So I, um, I also have the, this set from the Pennsylvania conference with this big star in the middle and like hexagons around it. Sorry about that. And, oh, lost my place, sorry. Oh, I have this one from Texas, that's a star and a big hippie van and more like the centerpieces from the um, from some sets that I have. Like I like the big ones too. And the pins that I liked a lot 
were the more like the centerpieces and like the little ones that I got to put on my lanyard. And I have like this whole lanyard that I got there from like the Pim King comp, kind of, um, like this place from the hangar, like pins all around the world. And I got like these ones. There's like this one that's a guitar with glitter on it, and that's all shiny. So once I got there, um, I didn't really want to like trade pins, but once I traded my first one, I got super addicted and like it was super fun going around there with like friends from all my other campsites and meeting new people from around the world. And yeah, so Oshkosh, it was a lot of fun, including all the activities there was for you to do. And even though there was a lot, there was a long line and a lot of crowds, it was worth the wait for some activities. And the one thing I remember there besides the memories is the fact that I was in the World Guinness Book of Records for the um, world's largest cross. So overall, I had a lot of fun at Oshkosh, especially making new friends and getting numbers from around the world. It was definitely worth everything to go there because it's almost a once in a lifetime chance since it only happens every five years. There was one part that stuck out to me the most at one of the um, evening events that Oshkosh changed my life at that moment. I wanted to stand up and raise my hand and I did it to devote my life to Christ and start baptismal classes so I can get baptized. I truly, I truly felt connected, moving me closer to God and I never wanted to lose that feeling. I, I would especially also like to thank our leaders, Auntie Jennifer, Uncle Jose, and Pastor Bay, and the church for making this all happen, and for my mom being there the whole time. It was absolutely a blessing. Thank you. I want to start off by thanking um, everyone who has supported us and allowing us, um, all Pathfinders, to get to Oshkosh. And I would also like to um, thank God for bringing us there and back safely. So for me, this kind of whole Oshkosh thing started a whole week before the actual event itself. Um, the Sunday before Oshkosh, my sister, brother, dad, and grandpa, they left to go drive all the way to Oshkosh instead of fly with the rest of the club. So that was when it all kind of settled in, like, okay, Oshkosh is kind of starting. And then I couldn't tag along on the road trip because I had a school event that I had to be at, but yeah. So the Monday before, the Monday Oshkosh started is when I flew with my mom and my grandma all the way out to Oshkosh. And that was the day I actually packed all my stuff. So I was kind of good at procrastinating. <laughs> um, let's see. Okay, so once we got there, we arrived early Tuesday morning by plane, and then we met up and we met up with the rest of my family. We had breakfast. It was kind of relaxed, sort of. And then we drove to Oshkosh and met up with Pastor Bay at the campsite, started heading towards uh, the main stage, which was took a very long time. It was by car, and we were surrounded by people. There was people crossing, people walking, dragging their trailers and stuff like that. And then we were all, everyone was in there in the car. It was pretty silent. And then all of a sudden, you hear Vanessa. And she was like, oh my gosh, look, there's Auntie Jennifer. She's there trading pins with someone. And we just saw her. We got all excited because, you know, it was someone we knew. And so they kind of tossed us out of the car. Goodbyes were really quick. And then we met up with Auntie Jennifer, and she showed up uh, 
she showed us the way back to the main stage. And so we met up with the rest of the club. We all said our hellos and stuff like that. And we kind of waited around and apparently we were part of this flag showcasing for the first night program. So everyone was waiting to get their flag assignments and everyone was like practicing their marching drills and stuff. Vanessa and I were just kind of in the back because we didn't come as early. So we were kind of the backups. And then everyone headed back to camp. We rested a bit and we headed back to the main stage around six and we had to be there by six. And it was pretty funny because the walk from the campground to the main stage is a good 30 minutes and we were running late so everyone was like sprinting we're the only club in our class in uniforms everyone's just kind of like casually walking and then you see that one club that's like really sweaty and they're sprinting and it was kind of it was really funny and so we got there everything's pretty chaotic everyone's trying to get their flags figure out how to put on a harness and stuff like that and then again Vanessa and I were just kind of standing there because we were backups then all of a sudden the main the main guy that was like kind of sorting everything out he was like are you guys backups and we were like yeah we are and he was like thank goodness gracious i've never been so thankful for you guys and he was like okay you guys are in color guard and we we're like okay cuz we know what that means and so we were assigned our things and we were like oh, okay we're going to be the main people apparently so we went from being backups just kind of waiting there and then all of a sudden we're the people who are standing out on stage for the majority of the flag showcasing. So all of a sudden we were just kind of waiting there and waiting and waiting until we could like go on to stage. And it was a good two hours, one and a half to two hours. We were just standing there trying to make friends with the rest of the people who got put into color guard. And then all of a sudden we were on stage and all we had to do is just like stand there and look pretty serious. It was kind of awkward because I didn't really know anyone around me. And so, yeah, that was pretty much the first night of Oshkosh for me in a nutshell. Um, I also wrote down some other stuff. Okay, Oshkosh was such like an indescribable event. We went, our club, we competed through different obstacle courses. Every night program, we saw a portion of the story of David played and uh, got the real experience of walking 10 miles a day around the campsite. We visited, there was like a nearby airplane museum, which was pretty cool. We spent a good day there on the rainy day and stuff like that. We went to the airplane hangars where there was a bunch of different booths inside and there was like, they're advertising pins, customized t-shirts, stuff like that. And most of all, I think what happened the most was a lot of Pathfinder bonding between the club because, you know, it was like five nights camping together, stuck in a tent, so kind of interesting although each or I think one or two times uh, I went up with some of the girls and Brayden one time to at like three in the morning so we could take a shower the typical wait time for a shower was a good one to two hours the line would always go around the building every night and stuff like that for the night program something that was kind of special I guess was every time we would have to stand up and sing the chosen theme song because that's like the song that everyone kind of knew and it was like just like a big thing I guess the worship part was a big part of the night programs but then every time like before the night worship program or the worship portion of the program they would have this video so that like you could give time for the praise team to come on up and set up and then once like the lights came on and you saw the praise team on everyone would like 
And you would hear this tiny sigh throughout the whole crowd because you'd have to stand up and stuff like that. <laughs> and so, yeah. Oshkosh was probably like one of the best experiences of my lifetime and I really can't wait for the next one. Thank you. Okay, hi. My name is Christine Cheatham, <laughs> and I've been camping with my family for a while. And what I expected of Oshkosh to be was scorching hot, and that we would all get lost, and the water would taste terrible, and that the showers would be stomach-turning. Thankfully, most of my assumptions were wrong. What I saw at Oshkosh, a lot of people, apparently we numbered around 50,000. Although it was a bit overwhelming in the beginning, once I started meeting and talking to people, it became enjoyable and less intimidating because we were all very similar. I will forever remember a particular little boy <laughs> from Australia. <laughs> he made me laugh so effortlessly. He used humor so well that conversations on ordinary subjects such as American and Australian culture, um, culture differences were both interesting and captivating. I realized that God blesses each of, each of us with talents and characters that makes us special. Each person in the massive ga gathering had a gift like Ryan that could be used for God's work. There were many remarkable exhibits, activities, and educational events. I was very honored when I was chosen to rep to <laughs> I, <laughs> I was very honored when I was chosen to present the flag of Anguilla during the opening ceremonies of the Camporee. Our club decided to compete in an army obstacle course. I put full effort into competing for first place and I succeeded. Unfortunately, my ambitions drived me, my ambitious drive cost me a black eye. It happened during a dive roll into, into sorry, I'm kind of nervous. <laughs> during a dive roll into a hanging tire. Although it, although it was a black eye, or as some people call it a shiner, it was kind of a badge of honor to me. We had a wonderful time. While at Oshkosh, I realized how happy and grateful I was to be part of this once in a five year experience. For, from being exposed to new activities, to meeting new people, to learning more about God's love. Thank you, Uncle Jose and Auntie Jennifer, and all who contributed to make this possible for me. So in the end, <laughs> so in the end, the weather wasn't too bad. We always found folks when we got lost. The water was okay, and the showers were a blessing. Thank you. <laughs> to lose I feel unqualified for what you're calling me to Belong with your strength I've got no excuse Cause broken people are exactly who you use So give me faith alive Daniel in the lion's den Give me hope alive Moses
to lose I feel unqualified for what you're calling me to Alone with your strength I've got no excuse Cause broken people are exactly who you use So give me faith like Daniel Jesus, Jesus. 
Jesus. I'm gonna sing and shout and shake the walls. Won't stop until I see them fall. Gonna stand up, step out when you call. Jesus, give me faith to rock, turn you in the lion's den. Give me hope like Moses in the wilderness. Give me a heart like David, Lord, be my defense, so I can face my giants. Hello, San Diego Central. I am your club's captain, Myung Park. Um, how, many, how many of you have actually been to a Pathfinder event? Okay, so quite a few of you guys. And as you know, it can be a pretty big deal. One of the, I wouldn't say biggest, but one of the larger events for the SEC conference is the Pinewood Derby. We will usually gather at the Fallbrook Church on a Sunday, and it will basically be an all-day thing. The fellowship hall will be packed full of people, and you can barely squeeze between the people to see the races. Ever since last year, I thought that was a humongous group of people, but not anymore. Now I know what heaven is going to look like. Um, let's see, the video, yeah. So I took, well, this video was taken on one of the many days we were there um, before the evening program. I took a video and it took me a full 15 seconds to get about this many people um, on the campground. Now imagine at least four times this many people rising up into the clouds and living in heaven. Amazing, right? Last year, raising the money for Oshkosh was definitely a good experience. Backing around Lake Miramar for the second time, I was trying to go to Oshkosh, not just earning my bike honor. Although for some very lucky people, they only had to bike 50 miles instead of 100 miles, yay, because they got the bike honor and Oshkosh in one go. I was not able to do that. Um, Talking to church members and asking for donations, it was definitely a new experience because I've never had to do that before, but it was worthwhile. I don't know what I was expecting. I was like, we're going to Oshkosh on the outside, but on the inside, I was like, we're going to Oshkosh, yay. Um, uh, I just knew that I would experience something that is unique and it's not something I would want to miss. I knew that for sure. I looked at the schedule for the evening program and saw that some guy named Ryan and friends were going to be performing. I originally thought that they were going to be <gasps> Ryan Stevenson, yay! And his friends, you know, other Christian singers. If you guys don't know who Ryan Stevenson are, is um, 
I the storm, child in your arms, songs like that, those are by him. Oh, and the gospel. Um, but I learned that they were not going to be um, them. And I was like, all right, so that is going to be a bore. I was wrong. I was really, 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 really wrong. Ryan and friends, Ryan is absolutely hilarious. Um, if you, uh, so ven he's a ventriloquist, which means that um, I could be over here and just moving my mouth, he could be over there, and he can throw his voice so then it sounds like I'm talking, which is very interesting. I've all, um, I read a book about it and I've always wanted to be able to do it, but I just haven't had the time to, you know, practice that. Um, if you watch the Oshkosh evening program for Tuesday evening with us at the Pathfinder party, you'll see what we're, I'm talking about. The plane trip to Oshkosh was not exactly memorable for me, except waking up at 2.45 a.m. and um, waiting until 3.20 for my mom to, give, to get up. Um, Pathfinders, let's stand up and give a hand to those who drove us to the airport at super early in the morning. Um, and we were so early that we just waited in the parking lot for the others to arrive. Um, anyways, the plane ride um, itself wasn't notable, but the bus ride, oh, that was very interesting. Um, there we go. That's one of my favorite pictures. My, one of my favorite pictures. I just love Kevin's face, and JJ and Sungjin are just like sleeping and out just out. It was absolutely hilarious. Um, Oshkosh uh, really doesn't look too different from SoCal to me, just that it's more green, a lot more green, and there's random cornfields as you're driving um, to the campground, which is kind of, is, which is not something you see here. Setting up camp was super tiring, especially because we were in black t-shirts, yay, and it was super hot, yay. And it was, and the field had a lot of holes in it, which means, yay, broken ankles, maybe. Um, after we put up the tents, no one wanted to do anything except for take a cold shower, but we made ourselves dinner and put up the tents, and it took a super long time to do all of that, because we were so hot. Altogether, there were 13 of us. Pastor Bay, Uncle Jose, um, Auntie Jennifer, Auntie Jenny, Bryce, Brayden, Christine, JJ, Kevin, Songjin, and I on the first day and a half. Chris, uh, Christine, Celeste, and Vanessa came later on Tuesday. Um, gonna skip to the good stuff because you guys don't want to hear all of that other stuff. Um, so as you know, on Tuesday evening, we waited a long time, a really, 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 really long time um, to help with the, what we thought was going to be flag raising. But it turns out we're marching across the, Pathfinder, the chosen Pathfinder stage from the, all those people, 50,000 people, and holding up flags and hoping that we don't trip and fall and make a mistake because it's in front of all those people and we're on live TV, yay! Um, and it got a little held up because trees and flags do not exactly mix together. 
Um, I don't know if you guys counted, but there were over 101 countries represented on that stage. And we were about a little less than 10%. We made up 10% of those people, which is super crazy. Um, I got the flag, Granada. I have no idea where that is, and I don't know if I will ever know where that is, but the flag is super cool, um, very colorful. And you know about the, the Celeste and Vanessa being backups. Oh, and we were all waiting for JJ to get the South Korean flag. We were like, JJ, you're gonna get this. No matter what happens, we will, we will make others be quiet. We, you will get the flag. You will get the South Korean flag. Because, and we were pretty sure he was gonna get it because we were the only evident South Koreans there. And um, yeah, and you know, there's me, Kevin, JJ, Sungjun, we're all Koreans. Um, but JJ is the only one of us who's actually a Korean citizen. So we were like, yeah, you get first choice, no duh. Okay, um, let's see, okay. We lay the flags in white tents on top of white tables and head back to camp to get ready for the evening. And as you know, after we got ready for the evening, you, if you were there, you would just be, you know, casually walking, and then you see one pathfinder go whoosh in a classy uniform, and another one go whoosh, and they're like, why are you guys running? And Christine's like, wait up for me! Because she was in wedges, and she got mad at us for leaving her behind. Anyways, um, so we, once we were there, we didn't have to run because everybody else wasn't running. Um, we got our white gloves and our white flag holders. Uh, I will tell you about the incident that happened while that was going on, but it is not something that would be best to share in live stream. Yeah, if you guys come tonight um, to the Pathfinder party from five to seven, ask me about it, I'll be happy to tell you. And you might get a little mad, but I would definitely be happy to tell you. And we can tell you all the little side stories that we simply do not have time to mention right now, such as Kevin getting sick, um, how he found out that he absolutely loves veggie dogs, and we're gonna have nothing but that next week on our next camp out. Um, or our fun car rides, aka joy rides, or how we would wake up at three or four to go to the showers, and yet somehow they were still in line. Or our watermelon babies, talk to Christine about that. <laughs> Trading pins, and I can finish telling you about Tuesday evening, lots of waiting, as you know. Uh, oh, or how my $7 pin was taken and I got it back, or how events like this brings out the best and the worst in all of us. The list goes on and on and on and on and on. But I'm sorry, but you won't get to hear them unless you come ask us about them during potluck or even better, the Pathfinder party where you'll get to see the evening program where we were all up on stage and all the bloopers that got cut from the slideshow, especially Celeste sleeping. That is my favorite. I can't wait to see you guys there.
So Christine gets the giggles. I'm up here bawling already. So <laughs> um, this event was a life-changing event for me and my family and for all these kids. I was able to bond with each one of them individually to know that um, I have two boys and God knew I needed two boys and that was it. <laughs> um, these girls are precious though and they're amazing young ladies and amazing young gentlemen and I'm very, very proud to have such an adventure of a lifetime with you. So thank you for that. Thank you everyone here that helped get these kids and us adults to Oshkosh. Um, as the boys said, it was a crazy summer and we weren't sure Oshkosh was even going to happen. The night before I didn't even go to bed, I was last minute thinking of Walmart's open all night long and was there packing and packing a suitcase of extra snacks for my children that eat constantly and <laughs> um, just extra goodies and last minute things. And hearing about Oshkosh from Jen this whole time was like, okay, it's Oshkosh and there's this pin trading thing. I have no idea what she's talking about and all these events and there'll be a lot of people and it literally is not until you get there that you realize how phenomenal this event actually is. And the best way I could describe it is sleepless, exhausting, being in heaven and what heaven's gonna be like. It truly is the most amazing thing ever that you are walking around and everyone just says, hi, how are you? And there are literally every ethnicity you could possibly think of from everywhere all over the world and me being a people person and I just could not get enough of meeting everyone and there was not enough hours in the day for me to visit everybody and talk to everybody and get a pin from everywhere around the world and I just wanted it to last forever and to me that is what heaven's going to be like literally walking around with everyone from every part of everywhere and just smiling and happy and you can leave your phones out that were charging or you're we weren't worried about anyone taking anything it just was walking around and then it struck me whoa 60,000 people are here and they're all here to praise God and they're all here and they traveled days and they planned for weeks and months and years for this particular event and they brought their youth here and they are tireless leaders that are leading these children to God and to have a future in them that they would not experience unless they were there at that time. And what a blessing that these children and us, that we were able to be there and be part of that. We will never forget it. The work behind the scenes, just bless them, bless the people. And we know from VBS and from other events that happen at church and from a lot of you that work in businesses and have work at the hospitals and work, there's so much that goes on behind the scenes. And for an event like this, bless all those people that volunteer all their time and all their hours just to make something happen like this every five years. When we were first there, I wanted the event to last for weeks. I'm like, this just needs to happen and happen. And by the fifth or sixth night and walking 10 miles a day, it's like, yeah, okay, yeah, we're, kind of, we're ready for a real shower. We're ready for a real bathroom. Well, that did happen at Jose's. We call it Jose's Museum because we went there for his air museum. Jen and I are like, there's bathrooms. There's a real bathroom. <laughs> It's like, everybody just leave us alone for a little bit. There's bathrooms. So we were, it was very exciting. <laughs> but um, to share a, boy, a tent with my boys, I realized I'm actually the sloppy one, not them. They're actually, Bryce's side of the tent was very neat and organized. Me, I'm looking for stuff every day. Thank goodness there was not inspection. Um, and then Jed and I and Jose, we try to give each other breaks in time because 
it is a lot having 13, 26, 50 children in our camp alone. <laughs> um, and I was grateful for the time that I did have with these kids. And I found out I'm the night person. Jen and Jose are definitely the morning people. So I was able to take the kids out in the evenings and experience the nightlife. And they were up in the mornings making breakfast and taking care of them in the mornings and the rest of the day. So it, it was just phenomenal. I, I, phenomenal. It's just, you cannot sum it up. But the pin trading, uh, come tonight and I'll show you all my pins. And a few of us still have some pins that we need to trade. Uh-huh. It's <laughs> so I made them hold out until last minute if they were able to get one or not. But um, yeah, JJ Simulator. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, thank you so much. We just seriously, from the bottom of my heart, it was an event I will never forget. And it was something I will never forget with each one of you. Kiddos, I learned a lot about you, and you are our future leaders of this church. You are phenomenal, phenomenal young adults, and each one of you held your weight, and you supported each other, and you loved each other, and you were so kind, and you represented San Diego Central perfectly, and we are very proud of you as our youth that went to Oshkosh, and thank you for those memories. Thank you. Jen and Jose, you can never, ever, ever quit being Pathfinder leaders. That's all I have to say. <laughs> okay, now the sermon begins. <laughs> well, so uh, I was asked to share my testimony, but look at the time. It's already like 30 minutes past. I'm going to make my testimony really short and try to finish in like five minutes. <laughs> but... Um, First of all, I'd like to thank Jennifer Ramos, who actually never came up here and shared her story, but she's in the back, and also Jose, who, let's give them a hand. That's, thank you so much. Do you like my uniform? I like it because I don't have to wear a tie. So, <laughs> actually, it's my first time not wearing a tie to church probably ever. So this is great. <laughs> and second of all, um, it's probably been about 30 years since I put on a Pathfinder uniform. I was JJ's age, like when I was in Pathfinders, and this is my second time wearing it, and after maybe like about 30 years. So this is great. Um, about Pathfinders, church wanted to support pathfinders and them going to oshkosh so we plan to have the pastoral team to go like at least one of us go and support but and i told jennifer ramos for uh, please get me a ticket too so i can go too so that's what we were planning but uh, in the event of preparing it we couldn't get enough tickets to go so i said you know okay so i don't have to go wanna let's have one somebody else one other Pathfinder member or another parent go. So I said, you know, I wasn't going until two weeks or maybe a week before Pathfinder. So it was actually a miracle that I was able to go to Oshkosh and join them. And until then, I was like, okay, I'll go and support them and help you guys. But I didn't know what it was because I've never been to Oshkosh. Now I can tell you all about Oshkosh. And I was thinking, you know what? This must have been like, this is probably the experience what Jesus went through. He's the only one who knows heaven, who has been to heaven, and he came down to earth, and he was trying to explain what heaven is like, what kingdom of God is like to, to people. But people don't get it. Like, 
when we say one thing, like one word or one something, one event that happened, nobody here knows what's going on except for these pathfinders. They're like all screaming and yelling and jumping up and down. Like, because they all know what's going on, and not, none of you guys know what, what that means. Like, the car ride. Like, <laughs> you don't know what that is, right? But these guys are all, like, laughing because we have something in common. We know what that is. So when Jesus was sharing something to the disciples, they don't get it. They don't know what heaven is like, how awesome that is. But... People who have been to Oshkosh, who know what it is, how difficult it is, how long the shower line is, and how, how exciting it is to go to different places and meeting people and just going there. It's just exciting. How many of you actually have been to Oshkosh? Just a few, a few. I, I see a few hands there. Those of, you, those of you who have been there, you know what it is like. If you can remember what it was like, yes. So, Heaven is like that to us too. Unless you go there, unless you know it, you can't really imagine. You can vaguely remember. You can vaguely imagine what it is like. And even for us, like we are giving you a report, showing you some videos, some pictures, but we can never share the full experience of Oshkosh to you for those who have not been there yet. So I would like to encourage all of you to think heaven is real. And, and just like if you want to go to Oshkosh and then see it for yourself, then you can sympathize with everyone or empathize and then share the experience. We have heaven to go share. And Oshkosh to me was like heaven, meaning you go, like I go there and then I walk on the street and I meet someone that I, that I knew from like elementary school. Like, what are you doing here? <laughs> and then someone from like high school that I haven't seen, I haven't contacted for like years, decades, just pop up from nowhere. Heaven will be just like that. You'll be just walking down the street. That's not going to be the muddy street that we walked on. It'll be like the golden streets where angels have trod, right? That street, we'll be walking on, then you'll see someone from like your elementary years, from when you were like five years old, when you were at attending the church, or from another mission trip that you went on another, another country. You'll be seeing someone, hey, that's you. And then you'll be talking to the person. They'll be sh sharing stories and memories. That's what heaven is going to be like. So Oshkosh was like a foretaste of heaven to me and to all of us. So I would like to thank everyone and our church for sending all of us to Oshkosh so we can experience this. And I would like, I would like to encourage all of you to go, if you can get a chance, to actually go to Oshkosh and see what it is like. And if you can, please keep supporting our Pathfinder group so we can continue to go uh, every five years. I'd like to thank everyone for attending. And as it was shared earlier, please come tonight for the Pathfinder party and also adventure uh, induction service as well. Okay, so please keep that in mind. Let us all rise for the closing prayer. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for blessing all of us, blessing especially the Pathfinder members and the leaders and uh, the parents and supporting groups so we could go to Oshkosh and we could share the amazing experience that we had there at Oshkosh. For the ones that went there and the ones that sent and supported from back home, I pray that you will continue to bless them as well. And Lord, we are reminded of how great heaven is going to be like. 
even though we don't really understand fully what heaven will entail, but Lord, we can get a small glimpse, a little bit of glimpse of what heaven is going to be like. Please refresh our memories, help us to see it for ourselves how great heaven is going to be like, and help us to have the yearning and the desire to go to heaven soon, someday. Please bless every one of us here, help us to enjoy this Sabbath, and help us to look forward to the heaven that we'll be going to. Thank you, Lord. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.